1: Jacksonville Jaguars podcast with
0: Corey, Derek, and JK three.
1: All right, welcome to Down by the Bank, affiliated with the Blue Wire Podcast Network. This is Corey. Hey guys, what's up? It's Derek. What's up, y'all? It's JK three. I kind of wish everybody was listening before we got started because we were really starting to get in the thick of it of uh, you know our angst and anger and all the different emotions that uh, I think after that 40-14 to 14 defeat in Detroit, uh, that, that the emotions that that's brought on. So uh, how are you guys feeling at this point after all the optimism from last week? They did
2: it to us again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, literally, man, it's just when this team has to go in and they have their back against the wall to win a game um, and then really change the narrative on who they are, they show up and remain who they are. Like it, 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 it sucks. It, it really does suck, man. When you have, you know, a team like Detroit, and I think I, I told you, Corey, what did I tell you last week? I told you this is not, your, it's not your dad's Detroit Lions. This team can score. They can score at will. They're decent, but I thought that our defense was gonna at least show up, man. And I just, it was one of those games again where, like, they was just so wide open. Every play, somebody was wide open. Somebody was trailing. So frustrating, man. I have no comments.
3: You gotta have some. Oh, that I got makes nothing. A good episode. Oh, okay. March on. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I got nothing. Look, I have nothing, and here's the reason why I have nothing. Because that was pathetic. Okay, I know I said this. You know, I said it in recording. Oh well, most people would think this would be an easy game. But this would be a game where we should compete, hence the word compete. We couldn't even do that. We let a bunch. Of, we let Jared Goff put up a 40-burger on us. Jared Goff. That just doesn't – no. And then, you know, we were talking about some of the GM stuff earlier. There was, there was a lot of people here, a lot of fans out there, a lot of social media people were thinking that, okay, maybe Bucky's going to turn the corner. I was one of the ones that said, no, absolutely not. I still think he's a fraud. I still think he still is. Okay, he's got to go. All right? He he has to go for a number of reasons. One almost getting our quarterbacks knee decapitated playing around with this left tackle. And there are 32 teams in the National Football League. And any time new regimes come or new coaches come and they want to kind of start over, they clean house. This is Khan's second time with a chance to clean house, and he didn't do it at all. He always holds on to a little lagging piece, and it ends up, you know, we end up trending in the same direction. Now, are we better than last year? Of course we are. But I see a lot of mistakes that could have been avoided if he had just cleaned house. Maybe we're not 4-8. and Maybe we're 5-7. and you know, or six and six, who knows? My point is we just keep shooting ourselves on the foot on the field and off the field. And we definitely did it last week on the field and we're probably going to do it off the field in the off season. Who knows? But that's just the end of my rant for that. I just, just let's move on to the, to the uh, Titans game. That Detroit game was so pitiful and pathetic. It wasn't even funny.
2: How jaw? How how far did your jaw drop when Trevor got bent over backwards? And I sent a text. What, what's our tech, what's our go to lately? Well, with a capital <laughs> L. <laughs> oh, well,
1: that's usually post game.
2: Uh. When he, when that happened, man, I, I, that was just like the cherry on top of a bad game. Like and. I don't know about y'all, but it just kind of seems, I I can really sort of tell, and maybe this is just me just being, thinking that I know what I'm talking about, but I feel like within the first drive on a lot of the the, the games, maybe first, second drive, you can kind of feel like what team's going to show up. And I just felt like with that ETN fumble and then Detroit coming back and just scoring right then, right after that, it's just like, all right, here we go. And then... I mean, for them to score almost every time they had the ball is just ridiculous, man. And then this is like the the, the second highest paid defense in the NFL, and like you can't stop you can't stop the Lions. Ah, man, it, it, it was tough, dude. Tough game, tough Sunday.
1: Would you guys have put Trevor back in? The way that they, I mean, I know he ran around and was passing and all that stuff. He seemed fine. But I mean, you saw today, I guess, that he was on the injury report or missed practice or something. So, um, was that a mistake, you think, putting him back in there? Or what would you have done in that situation?
3: I mean, technically, the game was still in reach. But, you know, depending upon whatever came back with that quick x ray they did and examination. Uh, how much uh, of the painkillers they shot him up with, and how much of that was numb? It, it just really depends. I mean, you know, you know his mentality. He's going to want to go back in.
2: I, it, it was still, it was still within re- reach, uh, you know, possession wise. Uh, and I think that you kind of keep him in to show that, you know, to give a spark and see. Hopefully, you know, somebody decides to say, "All right, man, this we almost lost him. He's back. He's showing up. Maybe to get a spark." But I mean, at, at that point when, when when Doug pulled him, it was it. You know, the game was it was it was way b- beneath them. Um, and yeah, you just don't want to you don't want to keep anybody out. I thought it was kind of weird though that he went back in. Um, but um, a couple weeks ago, when Etn, you know, had something a, a little bit like a little scare, they kept him out precautionary. So I thought it was weird that they marched Trevor out. But I see why they did it, but, you know, he still ended up coming out towards the end of the game, um, you know, and letting Beathard get some of those uh, those touches.
1: Well, uh, I don't – I mean, I guess there's no point in – I think you already said Derek just kind of rehashing anything from that game at this point or, or being a dead horse. So um, every
3: every Everybody except for Aluakon, everybody on defense is expendable.
2: I like Muma. I like Muma. You don't like Muma. Man, Mooma?
3: he got put out of position so bad on a few plays. Now you I get it. Mooma's he's a rookie. Muma is subpar, decent.
2: Subpar, Every, decent. Like, what do you yeah. mean subpar, decent? Like, if Sub you were to give him a grade, if you were to give him a grade, not from that. Four game, out of ten. That's below subpar.
3: Subpar, decent. That's <laughs> it. The no, par is even. So let's go five. Yeah, no. Four, four and a half. No. It, okay, the, the rookies, they get they get a break. I mean, no, not even. Let, even let's start break. with that.
2: Just, just don't a break.
3: He's innocent. Yeah. They're, they're just, they get put out of position. The coverages are bad. Um, anytime they drop with any kind of depth on their zone, they dropped. It was like a third and Six. And the zone was back from the middle linebackers, on, or from the linebackers. On the zone was dropped back eight yards, and they only had to get six. Tell, tell me why. Why where was your why was your depth your your drop so low? Were you thinking you were going to be able to read and react and recover those two yards or three yards to stop them before they got to the first down marker? And it wasn't just a one time like it was a slip. It happened time and time again. It didn't matter what coverage they are what they were in. They tried to run a couple of roll coverages, that didn't work. They tried man, we know that doesn't work. Okay. I just don't get why some of the scheme some of the play calls and then forget thinking you have capable pass rushers to rush the passer. Cause you don't. They are somewhere All the hype we had in the preseason. Remember that Oakland game? Oh, man, look, they're going to, both of them, 10 sacks apiece. I don't think they have five combined. Mm, Wow. Think about that. And Aiden Hutchinson over here is getting sacks. Oh, but, you know, this guy went to Georgia. SEC, no. Doesn't matter. Forget all that. We just needed a guy that could rush the passer. I couldn't care less where he's from. And We don't have that. He needs to take some judo lessons because, you know, judo, that's hand-to-hand stuff. He needs to learn some moves because he didn't have them. You can't bull rush everybody. You might be strong as an ox, but this is why they call it the National Football League. So is
2: everybody else. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, I was listening to you know, a couple of uh, the, the guys around you know, local media, <clears throat> and they were talking about how uh, how the Jags are – one of the only teams, or one of the teams, that will draft someone out of their position and put them in, draft them from their position that they played in in college and excel that, and then try to make them into something that they're not. Miles so Jackson, Devin Lloyd,
3: so Traylon Walker. It it, it just it, it it it's not even funny at this point anymore. I think Aiden Hutchinson's got like five and a half or six and a half sacks. I would take that all day from a rookie. He might end up with 10 this season. He could end up with 10 sacks. uh, 10 sacks, you know. Joey Bosa's got 14 through 11 games. (laughs) But, you
2: know, we don't have Joey Bosa.
3: Okay.
2: (laughs) It's It's ridiculous how much of the drop-off has been for the defensive line. Uh, and the defense over the last, you know, over over the last, like, from, like, week three, four to now. It's just po- it's ridiculous, man. The point of attack
3: is gone. Like, the, so when the ball snapped and the point of attack, the read and react, you know what that tells me? It's not just the players. It's the scheme. You, you you know play it's it, it they go hand in hand so you can't put all the blame on one or the other but it, it's the, it's both of them the scheme is wrong because I think the scheme is based off of being able to put pressure with four if you can't do that then you know if you need to if you need to blitz five then put Devin Lloyd back in and let him do what he does best put him on the edge
2: and maybe you might get a hurry. Do we even get hurries? I think, I think we've, we've had some. Uh, I think uh, Trayvon has had like four. Okay, so let's, let's take a step back from sacks. Forget sacks. They're We're not getting any of that. They're not getting any of that. It yeah, literally let's, looks let's like hurries. When, they're, when, when they are rushing, when there is a rush, when there's a pass rush, it literally looks like they are coming off of the ball and pushing a sled that is going nowhere. They they're they're not getting any pressure. They're not getting anything, and it literally looks like a bunch of just people on the offensive or excuse me on the defensive line just pushing as hard as they can and not using any movements to get around or anything else like that. That that's exactly what it looks like. I mean, when you snap, when you watch the defensive lineman and you watch you know the games, you automatically are fixated on the offensive line and defensive line to see if there's going to be a sack. And then once you kind of actually see that, the camera angles by that time you see the quarterback's not getting touched and then the ball's gone out of his hands and then it's downfield. So there's like zero pressure coming from that front four uh, or at all. Like literally none. Zero. They look like they're pushing a brick wall and not getting through at all. And I think that's what's creating uh, a lot of the the uh, I know that's what's creating a lot of the the separation and a lot of the coverage issues because you know like they can't cover for 5 you seconds. You can't cover, yeah, you can't cover <laughs> for 5 seconds. Like you literally can't. And then on top of that, it's like, so they decide to run a zone, and then <laughs> they, no one's following their zone, and it's like the ball that's being thrown is perfectly in between the zones, and someone's either chasing or coming up to it. It's just, it, it, it's pitiful, man. Like, that, that game was just absolutely pitiful. And then on top of that, man, to, to even, like, put the cherry on top, we go into Nashville on Sunday, a place that we haven't won in 10 years.
1: Is that like, true? how crazy the
2: Yeah, they haven't won. They haven't, well, nine. They haven't won. They haven't beat the, uh, they haven't won in Nashville since 2013.
1: Wow, that's terrible. Well, you know, from a talent standpoint, there's a new GM available to sign in the offseason, John Robinson. Um, I don't know if he's good or not, but <laughs> the t- Bulky, Titans just fired him. So, Boggy, j- just leave, okay? Just leave, give him
3: the keys to your house. The keys to your car, your parking spot down at the stadium, your office. Leave all the stuff at your office there because <laughs> you should never be a GM again. Okay. And then, Shad, you go get the guy that the Titans just fired. You bring him in. All right. We'll take three division champions. The only thing is he can't make any trades on draft day. Okay. Because the A.J. Brown thing still scratching our heads with that. And um, A.J. Brown killed
2: them on Sunday.
3: <laughs> yeah, Yeah. He can't make any trades on draft day. Besides that, he's got full range to the team, whatever you want to do. Okay.
1: Do that. Did you see that clip, by the way, from the draft? I guess where it's like Mike Vrabel and uh, and the Rob Robinson, the GM, makes the trade, and like Vrabel like stands up and gets all upset and stuff. Have you seen that? I would have yes. say-
3: knocked him out. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, so they're like saying that that's like legitimately the reason he got fired is because of that game that uh, that they just had against him. So anyway I thought that was interesting seems kind of petty but whatever it's uh, crazy oh. that, that,
2: that he gets fired and they've one they've had a lock on the division for yeah. you
1: know for the last
2: three seasons and we would
1: love this type of performance <laughs>
2: yeah that, that's the crazy part about it and then like his his job isn't safe but bulky is as it, it's he's there he's bulletproof bulky like there's nothing that can happen for him th- for this guy to lose his job and like Derek said in the beginning uh you know the continuity of Keeping somebody, keeping a piece of fungus from the previous regime. And then it just con- continues Boy, that- to spread. <laughs> wow.
3: <laughs> I wish <laughs> I could clap louder right now.
2: That's, that's he, what it is, dude. He is
3: fungus. Okay. That, that, if that isn't the best description, man, forget everybody else, all the writers, media. It, mark it here first on this episode. JK3 has the perfect example of what Balky is,
2: a piece of fungus. That's what I mean, he is. Don't don't attach my name to that because eventually when we get our press passes, he's probably going to ask me about it. Mm. I'll say that
3: I, I remember in episode two hundred seven, you called me a fungus, and, and you're going to say, "Yeah, I got a lot of stuff for <laughs> you." Yeah, that's, I got some the, for you.
1: That's also the worst impersonation I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> i like was, a Sesame Street character. That,
2: that was kind of like Oscar the Grouchess slash Sherman Clumpish.
1: <laughs> mm. Yeah, oh, really man, that, but I get where uh, I get where you're going with that, though. So, um, huh? Okay. Well, so we're just gonna get whooped <laughs> on Sunday. Is that the is that the dude, prediction? It's
2: so it's so bad that like you know I, it's so hard to talk about. It's so. Difficult to talk about because when you look at the Tennessee Titans on when you look at them on paper, bro, it's like Robert Woods. You've got Tannehill, Austin Hooper,
0: <laughs> Derek Henry.
2: Obviously, Derek Henry. Obviously, and it's like you can't even. You wanna. You wanna. You wanna like. You wanna say you wanna give yourself a hope and give yourself a shot, but. This team, this team got Swiss cheesed up by Matt Ryan um, a, a couple weeks ago. Just got Swiss cheesed up with, by Jared Goff and uh, uh, St. Brown. I mean, like, where, where do you where do you draw the line of uh, between optimism and then just straight up like insanity? Like, I that's I feel like I'm on that line right now of just being insane by thinking this team can actually put together a decent. You know, showing after what they just after the crap they just laid on the field on Sunday against a team who has their number—not just in Nashville, but has their number like historically. Derrick Henry averages like 400 yards a game against the Jags, so I mean, it's
1: like—I don't think that's that's accurate. (laughs) Like,
2: I tell you, I tell you this: what do you do, man?
3: (laughs) He hasn't—he hasn't done much of anything lately. Last three At, because he's been gearing
1: up for this
2: game. He's been yeah. gearing up for he, Sunday. He, he, That's he why might be, is he saving himself? That's he's like, why. All right, here come here comes little brother. That's you know. why. That's why they're going to use this as a bounce back game, and it's it's pitiful, man. It sucks. It sucks having this conversation. And if the Jags, I mean, and again, I keep saying this, if and we keep talking <laughs> about this if stuff, if they if they would have won on Sunday, imagine the conversation and imagine the buzz that would have been happening. You know, leading up against this game right now. The Titans did what they needed to do. They lost to the Eagles on Sunday. You know, they, they they held their end of the bargain up, and now here it is. We you know go out there and lay down and lose. You know to to the to the Lions, and now it's just a completely. It's we're not mathematically eliminated, but I mean, it's just it's just so hard to even get yourself geared up for a game, um, especially when you start thinking of the different outcomes and, and what it could have led to. And I, I guarantee you. Sunday, no, I don't want to say guarantee on Sunday. I mean I'm not surprised if 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 they if if they run an inside ISO or inside you know draw to Derrick Henry 48 times and they score <laughs> on every one of them. They're gonna
3: going, going do, do some play action to Austin Hooper on a couple of those. We end.
2: can't cover a tight end. Yeah, we can't cover yeah, a tight end to save our
3: life. The the linebackers will get pushed way out of position. There's gonna be this gap that opens up. Um, Ryan Tannehill is going to look like, a, you know, an all pro uh, quarterback. Um, you know, I always look at the fantasy stats when they show like the leaders of passing yards and passing touchdowns, you know, as, uh, you know, the four o'clock games roll in and the one o'clock games are over. And, um, I'm just picturing myself seeing Ryan Tannehill, like 380 yards and three touchdowns in like the top five. Okay, so usually, usually you never see him up there. But when we when they play the Jags, it's like you get Mahomes, Burrow, Tannehill, Carr, yeah, and Tannehill. You gonna be like Tannehill, rip. Really? That's just what it's gonna be, man. It's sad. That's just what it's gonna be.
2: It's t- I mean, but I mean, the, it's not the the narrow the narrative hasn't changed. I mean, it, it really hasn't. And then, like another thing too, they haven't been destroyed you know all season up until now I think they they their their largest margin of lo- margin of uh, of 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 loss I don't even know if that sounds i don't even know if that's correct but against against Kansas City they lost by 10 against Kansas City this team had like six turnovers against Philly and only lost by eight. <laughs> Like six turnovers against Philly and you only lose by eight against the big the, the best team in the NFL record wise. Um and then you co- you go to Detroit and just absolutely just don't even show up. So like what are you gonna get on like it's so like it, what what are people doing to get hyped up about this game on Sunday? Like what, what? What is anybody doing? Like, what are you guys doing? Like, are you just gonna show up and just watch it and just be like, all right, I'm tuning in to this ass whooping, or is it just like, are we just gonna, are, are we, are, like, what, what's gonna happen? I think you just said it. That's
3: exactly what I'm gonna do. Tune in to this this whooping, and then you know, it's gonna be, it's gonna be all over with. I mean, ain't, ain't nothing to it. You know, I don't think we have any other, uh, any 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 kind of you know yeah. option. Hate it, because, man. And then, and then, what's what's even crazier too is, like the Titans have they have guys on the team that can play. Okay, there's no doubt about that. They, it's they, the they NFL. Record. Everybody's got, got guys yeah, on their team that yeah, can play. They, but you know what I mean. Like they're they they division leader, you know, for a reason. But when they play us, it makes it seem like they got like seven Pro Bowlers or eight of them. You know, they might have you know two or three, but then we just make them look so much better. Let's just stay book disciplined or, or something. Um, make it a game. And, and another thing too, when when I look at some of some of the uh, this, the inconsistencies, how many drops did Zay Jones have? Oh last my
2: week? God, bro! Five,
3: <laughs> six, seven. Oh my gosh, bro. I saw a meme someone Shoot. put. Some would put the LeBron counting how many rings he was going to get in Miami oh, with man. all the drops that Zay Jones was having. You not remember only, that? Not, not only
2: Zay, not only Zay Jones, but the the entire the entire receiving core, man. It's just drops after drops after drops, and it's like, dude, like how do you expect? The, and the, and the drops that were coming were like drive killers. Oh yeah, <laughs> like they were just and, at the worst time, dude. Just absolute drive killers that touchdown that Zay Jones dropped when he walks into the end zone pretty much there after the ETM fumble it's a drive killer ETM fumble drive killer like they were and they were moving the ball pretty well so you can call that a touchdown you know uh, a, a touchdown drive ending um, uh, drive and then Zay Jones goes into literally catches the ball all he has to do is turn walk into the end zone. I mean, if they convert on those and continue to, you know, do their their job going into halftime, you're into a shootout. You're only down by what a score, and then mm-hmm. you still got the entire second half. Yeah. Before we all have a heart attack and crap ourselves when he get when when <laughs> we think his we think Trevor's severely injured for the rest of the year. Do you, let me ask you this: Do you two think that?
3: And we obviously don't know this, and I doubt that the team would ever admit this. But do you think that the coaches let up a little bit after that Baltimore game? Because and what I mean by that is, if you look at the way Detroit came out, hungry, angry. They caught everything. I don't think they had a turnover at all. Their punter didn't even come on the field. Think about that. So that also... When I look at uh, when you get beat that bad in the NFL, I also look at the approach mentally that the coaches, the environment the coaches have set before the game. Do you think that that could have, I mean, we we know it could play a factor, but
1: I would hope not. I mean, considering like all the talk was that we were in the hunt at that point, you know what I mean? That would be terrible.
3: But then if we were in the hunt, then how come we weren't prepared?
1: I don't know. Good question. <laughs> Um, we weren't
3: prepared at all i mean gosh it was you know both detroit running backs too right up the middle they weren't even trying to hide what kind of running plays they were doing <laughs> The announcer was like yep yeah, they're gonna go they're gonna go belly belly off the b gap they're going again up oh, they're going again and with right same hole and we're sitting there like uh are we gonna block the day or what you know are we gonna tackle or
2: what I don't think they. I don't think the coaches, you know, let up because of all the 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 Jags content that I consumed over the week. Uh, they all said they were all saying that it was basically like, you know, uh, it was it was a big game, you know, time for us to turn the, you know, change the narrative and you know do all this other stuff, and then you know, then that happens,
1: and and then don't do it,
2: yeah, and, and then you don't do it, and. I, I just don't I just don't get it, man. Okay,
3: I, I yeah. don't get
2: it. I really No, don't.
3: just it was just a question. I just uh, trying to make sense of, you know, that that train wreck, but you know, this this uh speeding train we got here coming if they don't and I'm not saying anything. I'm not making any predictions, but I, I'll say this. You got to at least make one. If they don't score early, like this can't be one of those games where it drags out ten three or ten ten or or seven you know seven six you know going into like the second half they gotta score early and often and jump on them quickly if they can remember you know how to do that um if they don't and i not if they don't do that and they just make this a low scoring game like even into the like high teens early twenties, that's not enough, yeah. Yeah, Tennessee
2: they, will grind it out.
3: Yeah, they got to jump on them quickly.
2: They'll, they'll grind it out. I, yeah, I, I, I think, and, and I agree with you. They, in order for, God. so I, I hate, I hate even just saying it, but in order for them to, to, to be competitive and to, and to win this game, they have got to outrun Tennessee, and they have got to make Tennessee do things they don't want to do. They don't want to throw the ball. They don't have talent to throw the ball. Robert Woods. I mean he's good but I mean it's not like he's not like they traded their talent away in the offseason with AJ Brown. You know so it's just like they 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 are a team built to grind out, team built to absolutely kill you with the run. Um you know Austin Hooper is a very good tight end, you know so they will, you know, go to him often, you know as well. Um but I, I again, the only way that you you, you beat them is to keep Derrick Henry, you know, off off the field one uh, and then on top of that, number two, you got to just score. You got to keep scoring. You have to get out. You have to throw the ball. You cannot go away. If anything, I, I, this is where Doug unleashes the high-powered offense now. This is where you, you know, open up the playbook. This is where you get out and just, you know, run ETN, play action. You know, Marvin Jones, catch the ball, please. You know, uh, then you come out again, give me like an out route or give me a, a post or something like that to Zay Jones. Catch the ball, please. Give the ball to Etn. Another first. can continue to march down the field. Continue to do. Get Evan Ingram involved. Uh, you know he was missing last game. That was one of the you know one of the pieces that I, that that uh, he had a couple plays while we were watching. When I was watching the uh, the all twenty two film, that he was he was streaking downfield a couple times, and you know that was a Trevor miss. Whatever they have got. I mean, bro, they they just got to win, and I don't know if they're going to win, but they have. Something's got to change, man. Something has to change. They they have to they they have to change, man. It is it's oh,
1: it's yeah. awful. Well, if it gets too bad, I don't know if you guys saw, but the XFL had their uniform reveals today. So maybe we can become Orlando Stop! Stop! <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? We'll change the name to Down, down by I Drive. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Maybe we'll get relegated to the XFL. Maybe they can do uh, that kind of thing. If the or, NFL really
2: wanted to be interesting, that's what they would do. That would be that. That would be great. Kind of like how soccer suck. soccer is. That would be yeah. awesome. That would be so awesome. I mean, it wouldn't be awesome for
1: us. <laughs>
2: right. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> it it actually sounds awesome like it sucks. <laughs> it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be awesome for the Jags. But just having that that relegation rule, um, you know, that would be that would be pretty cool. All right. And then another thing um, too, man. They took this game. This game used to be on Thursday night. This used to like the Titans and the Jags used to play on Thursday night all the time. I'm kind of disappointed that we have that we got to play uh, New York because the game after the Cowboys is on Thursday night. Oh, mm-hmm. They're trying to get
1: they trying to get them they trying to get them Jaguar games.
2: <laughs>
1: Expedited. <laughs> get them out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> Our game's on at like 1 a.m. after some like infomercials on. Uh... <laughs> C-SPAN 11 or something. Willie, Willie Mays
2: and Flex Seal. <laughs> <laughs> now that's what I call music 48. <laughs> yeah. It, against the,
3: the Jets. The, the, yeah. The game that was supposed to be the first, of the top two picks and the, the Zach Wilson won't even probably be dressed for that game. Who knows?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jaguars football brought to you by Doc Tony. <laughs> yeah,
3: and then watch we go up and play. We go up and play the Jets and James Robinson, who hasn't really done anything for them all year, will probably get twenty carries and have a career day against them.
1: <laughs> Definitely, those are the types of predictions we need to start making. Yeah, uh, you yeah, know the I mean? other ones haven't that, panned out. Yeah, it is so crazy though that literally, I mean, this feels like it's the same thing every season because literally last week we we psyched about beating the Ravens, and it's like a week later, and it's the complete opposite of how we felt before. And it's like these games that we shouldn't win, we sometimes win, and then these games that we should definitely win, we never win ever. You got, got to nothing. string
2: together. You got, you got to string together, you, you to string together some, some some wins, and I think this was a great time. So, it, this was really a good time for them to show that the defense and the team and the offense and the team in general, coaching staff, was ready to make that leap and ready to move forward. Because, I mean, you got two, you got you, you, you beat a tough team in Baltimore, uh, and then you go on the road to an up and coming team like Detroit, and then you have your arched rifle on the road, and then you come back and you play a, you know, a powerhouse in, in the Cowboys. It was it had the recipe for going on the perfect run. Honestly. And now, you know, we're just salvaging not mathematically eliminated yet, but a lot of crazy stuff has to happen in order for them to to turn around or to even be relevant, but Yeah.
1: I think and, we have to get that out of our heads at this point. I think that's kinda like probably done, right? Um
3: what are you talking about? Just our and our record, and what we just can do.
1: Any like any chance of making the playoffs? I mean, I know there's like mathematically you can do it if X Y Z happens, but
3: yeah. Well, they know. still they still play the Titans twice, so uh, you, you know there's weird, weirder things can happen. Um, I mean, look at like the uh, NFC South, for instance. Mm-hmm. I Think everybody? I think the Bucks just cracked five hundred. I think everybody was below 500 for weeks, so weird, weird yep. things can happen. I guess um, that's
1: true. That is like that is a good optimistic way to look at it.
3: Actually. That's the only so. optimist. That's the only thing I'm bringing because <laughs> I think we're gonna get curb stomped. But anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's stop Derrick Henry and we'll see what happens from there. <laughs>
1: it's, it's big like words, the, b- big phrase. Same strategy that we've talked about, like for like a billion seasons in a row. Um, okay. So, uh, all right, well, uh, there you go. That's um, just such a weird change of pace week over week, but that's life as a Jaguars fan, I guess. So um, we'll cut it there. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please be sure to leave us a rating and review, subscribe so you can see the new episodes and you can also catch us on Spotify and Google podcasts as well. And once again, we're affiliated with the blue wire podcast network. Talk to you next time.